guys, welcome to 80s Babies and the Great Cinematic Debate, the podcast where we rewatch and obsess over the movies that we loved as kids, the movies that we didn't like as kids, the movies that ultimately shaped our generation as kids growing up in the late 80s and early 90s. I'm your host Sam, and I'm joined today by Krista. What's up, Krista? I can hear your Charlie's lips moving already. <laughs> we are also joined today by Charlie. That's me. My lips are moving. <laughs> oh, God. While your lips are moving, do you want to tell us what movie we watched today? We watched a movie that was rooted in debauchery, racism, and misogyny, a.k.a. Donald Trump's childhood fantasy dream home. <laughs> we watched the movie Little, Little Nemo, Nemo in- Adventures in Slumberland. That oh, one. yeah, it is Adventures in Slumberland. I always think it's <laughs> Little Nemo in Slumberland. That's what the YouTube title was named. They didn't have in. No, as a kid, I didn't know there was the word adventures in it. <laughs> How embarrassing Krista. i know just shame on me and uh so i was shocked re-watching this that um and any listeners if you're having trouble finding this it's the full versions on youtube for so. free for free that yeah. was really easy it was really helpful. it was like the first thing that pops up yeah which means they don't care about making money off of it they gave yeah, up yeah it was a flop was it, it made real? no money. It <laughs> was a flop. It made like nothing. I don't think it ever recouped its. its... I can't imagine. Except for people like us who are watching it nowadays because we saw it for free, free. <laughs> <laughs> on YouTube. I don't even think there was an ad before it. <laughs> we just jumped right in. We didn't even go to a dollar bin. We literally were just like, you know what? We ain't paying for this. No iTunes dollar ninety nine rental. I was shocked to see that Chris Columbus got a screenwriter credit. Dude didn't, yeah, he no wrote this, the dude from the Gremlins. Gremlins, Home Alone. Well, he wrote the two. movie. I mean, it went through a lot of rewrites, but he is one of the screenwriters, yes. That's embarrassing. Okay, yeah. I just want to say, like, ahead of time that I have a weird amount of knowledge about this movie because I have been obsessed with this movie since I was a kid, even into being an adult, and I haven't seen it since I was a kid, but I've always, like, Googled it and, like, wanted to watch it but just haven't. Like, I wanted to like, buy it. This is something I don't know about you. Is it something you keep secret? It's no, this was some Phoenix. This was, no, this was literally my one of my favorite movies as a kid. Like, mm-hmm. I liked this movie more than any Disney movie. Because she's from Phoenix. That's not a Phoenix thing. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I don't understand the Phoenix reference. They're a little Charlie. racist. They're a I'm little not ra- racist. Known for being racist in Arizona. No, they're not. That's Fucking not true. one dude is. Well, I, mean, I remember renting this movie when I was staying at my aunt's house, and she rented it for us, and we all like sat down to watch it. We were little kids, and I, she stopped the movie and took it out and returned it to the store. That's so we really didn't even so finish watching why? it because she said it was. She said we couldn't keep watching it. Why? Because the dude's like smoking cigars, and he's raised, he's playing, he's a blackface. Like, I mean, we didn't really yeah. understand the time. I think it was the opening sequence where. There's really no context for it all of a sudden becoming scary. And if you're too little to grasp the idea that this is all a dream, it's just out of nowhere scary things happen. In most movies when scary things happen, like there is at least like a reasoning behind it. Like Simba went to the elephant graveyard to like become brave and it was scarier than he anticipated. But this movie all of a sudden he's just like in this scary terrifying place and there's trains chasing him for that's no reason that's the reason though dude i i yeah that is a pretty shitty reason but you were probably a super shitty young. reason for what to not finish the movie i think because of the racism this complete i don't even know if we sexism. got to that but like i don't i don't know what happened but i know i only saw the beginning of it and she took it out and i was like dude no, i was not think, watching that i always so think funny. that like okay this is why i'm so obsessed with this movie I, okay, this movie is like definitely alludes to the fact that the people who orig- the guy who originally wrote the comic goes to the the actual like story goes to the screenplay was all super engulfed in uh, lucid dreaming, and so I feel like okay, this little train scene right here, I feel like Christopher Nolan, who is also like an avid lucid dreamer, pulled that like minute that second like from this movie and put it in Inception. <laughs> I thought this movie reminded me of Inception. Yeah, like, so right? So going to have to like, hmm. kill himself to wake up? <laughs> dreams within dreams, falling. It's all like the same lucid dream a stuff. The train is coming, and you know you know where it's going. You know where you want it to go. <laughs> it's almost like the Matrix, too. Morpheus, and he's like, that do you want to take yeah, the pill? Same. 
Um, the king's name is even Morpheus. Mm-hmm. Morphe. 100%. Morphe, I want to know how far his flying capabilities extend. Can he hop bed? on any? Well, that's the thing is like he knew he was dreaming and that's what makes it a lucid dream is he knew he was dreaming. And so if, when, you're, when you know you're dreaming, you can do whatever you want so you can fly. So that's like a huge thing of why him flying on his bed is so important because like he's a kid so he doesn't want to just like flap his arms and fly. He wants to like fly on his bed like it's an adventure. Mm-hmm. I don't think it was totally lucid because he started to have a nightmare. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, that's even true. Even in the beginning because he was having guilt over stealing the pie, which she does like in the next scene. Like what I think is so weird is like when this movie opens up. It starts with three minutes. I'm not even kidding. It's like two minutes and 56 seconds of straight titles above color. Yeah. Like, yeah. and music. And that's it. Like, it's a full song. And then the movie opens and mm-hmm. it shows this whole, like, ter- like, like terrifying, like, scene. And then the title pops up for the movie. It's like, it's supposed to be like some epic shit, but so weird. It felt I don't a little know. flat. Mm-hmm. And it's... then. It's what? I don't want to say it till the end, but um, like I never got the whole lucid dream part of that when I watched it. I guess what? But I don't. I don't really look into it that much. I guess for well, lucid dreaming. He's like he meant. He's like I'm. I'm. This is a cool dream. Like he knows he's dreaming, and mm-hmm. if you know you're dreaming, that's how you like. And, and usually it does start with you waking up in your bed, and uh, in my mind at least. But totally, I feel like the whole time it's like a lucid dream until he falls back into a nightmare. So he's not very good at it. Yeah. I like nightmares. I would ride that through and be like, yeah, let's fucking do this shit. It wouldn't be a nightmare then. It would just be like a dream where mm. you're like no, battling I'm shit. I'm scared. Hmm. Let's do it. It'll terrify me. So then he wakes Make me up. Pedal. He wakes up and there's like establishing outside shots like of the house, of the town. So you're, you're like supposed to know that this is real life, but like how this movie's going so far, who the fuck knows? Right. So... But he wakes up in his bed, and there's, like, a circus coming into town, a parade, and so he runs out. And we are introduced to all the characters that he's going to encounter later in his dream. Yeah, like, one by one. Yeah. And they are all pretty creepy. They're a part of the the circus. The fact that some old man picks them up and puts them on the back of his horse and carries them away. And nobody's interjecting. Yeah, Yeah, that is a little crazy. And his parents don't know where he is. I mean, they live in like My mom would be like, yeah, take him. That's one less kid I have to watch right now. Are you kidding me? That's just weird. Like, I agree with you. But I get pissed off because his dad doesn't want to take him to the circus. But it's like, why can't the... I, I get why you can't take him. You've got to work. But, like, why can't the mom take the kid? Yeah, I thought that, too. But the mom doesn't leave the house. Right? Never. The like, mom never. was a little weird. She was she's, just, like, a mom. She's not allowed to go outside. She... I mean, ugh, this movie was so grossly sexist. Oh, yeah. Not one female character could do anything without somebody telling oh, them what to yeah, do first. Sure. Not one. Like, oh, totally. It's really fucked up. And, like, they don't even show the mom's face till the end, don't they? Am I crazy? Maybe they show it once. No, I don't think they did because. No, I think they show it. Did they? I think so because she scolds him because he pretends to sleepwalk. I guess oh, or that's he is right. sleepwalking. Yep. I think he is sleeping. I can't really sleepwalking. T- yeah, when he goes he down was sleepwalking, there, but... but then he woke up dude, and he was in trouble, so he pretended he was sleepwalking. I'm like, dude, you just yeah. ruined your alibi. Do you want to hear my theory? So my theory about that whole scene is uh, that when he's sleepwalking and he eats a pie. It's because during that time is when he has the dream about Slumberland, which happens after, like, after that. So I feel like I don't know why I think this. So basically, he was like, uh, "It doesn't make sense." My theory does make sense. It's not well developed. <laughs> I'm not gonna go there. Well, so he pretends to sleepwalk to like get away from it, to get away from his mom, and you see him like sleepwalking back into his room, and the mom's like telling the dad, and the dad's like, "I'll deal with it in the morning." Yeah, and he's. Sh- Nemo shuts the door and leans against it and looks scared as fuck. That like is he dad, doesn't, yeah. he doesn't look relieved. Like, ooh, got away with it. Sweet. He's just like scared as fuck and like jumps into bed and that's it. I'm like, what? What are these parents doing to him? The dad is so usually terrified. the Punisher. Well, I don't know about that. Well, I mean, yeah. my mom was both roles. But I, mean, I mean, I literally don't know about in that. This family, because the mom doesn't do shit. Dude, you know what? Okay, tell me why. I, don't, I have no idea why I wrote this line down, but I always, I thought this line was creepy. So there's like a view of outside the house, and the dad says, "Good night, dear," and the mom says, "Join you in a minute, honey." Like I don't know why I was like, why do they have to put that in there? That's like a kids' movie. Like I don't know why does she have to say that she's gonna be there? Well, she's gonna go to bed soon. 
It's like saying, I'll be right in. I think that was setting up that she's going to catch Nemo stealing the pie. Ooh. Because she was still, like, in her clothes. Oh. So she was probably staying up and doing laundry and ironing and making (laughs) lunch for everybody. Making cupcakes for the school. Yeah. (laughs) Could you? (laughs) You stupido. After he gets caught stealing the pie, he goes to sleep. Yeah. And all of a sudden, some creepy things come in his window out of a light. And those things are scary. None I don't of this would have happened if that little squirrel would have not have opened the door when he was sleepwalking. Dude, I think it should have happened. Though it's great. So here's what's up: is like I love those things that come in the window with the light. I'm like that shit is so cool. I didn't think it was creepy at all. I was like, that's it. But it obviously is a dream. Like I feel like even as a kid, I knew like, well, this is just a dream. I mean, the figures themselves are creepy. Hmm. No, they're they cool. Came, uh, they're all fun and bouncy. Wait, which ones? The little people. Like the porcelain-looking ones. Yeah. Oh, with the hats. And the, they're, like, And, gestury. like, the blank expressions. That would like, be nightmarish, in my opinion. I'm not... I'm if not, somebody was a mask surrounding me in my bed, I would yeah. just shit myself. Like, I thought I they looked so myself. fun and happy. You are a little weird, though. Well, I just don't... I, I think it's weird that, like, the kid starts talking to the professor yeah. that comes in and is like, we need you, you know what I mean? And... He's like, we brought our, what is it, a dirigible? Dirigible, whatever Dirigible. Dirigible. So the kid's like, it's just like my dirigible. And like, I did not know kids were obsessed with, like, were we supposed to be obsessed with dirigibles when we were kids? No, but when that was before before airplanes. Yeah. This came out in the 80s. No, this came out in the 80s, though, Bobo. Yeah, but it's set in 1905. Oh, yeah, you're right. Okay, well. I guess. Like, you're supposed to say Zephyr, you retard. (laughs) Yeah, I was like. Oh, I didn't say that, but that was a hard R. That was a hard R. Yeah, good job, Charlie. I think it's funny that in this scene, the professor's like, we're here to, like, take you to Slumberland so you can play with the princess, like, be the princess's friend. Mm-hmm. Dude. And he's like, okay, cool. And then he says something like, she's going to be so happy. And he's like, wait, the princess is a girl? Yeah, he's dumb. Like, yeah. How many princesses do you know that are not girls? He hangs out with that. I have a theory. This kid is a gay boy. Because he did not want anything to do with this bitch until he was given pretty gifts. So. And he's like, okay, I'll go with her. Here's what I think. He doesn't want to hang out with a girl at all until all of a sudden the guy's like, I have a gift for you from the princess. It's a box. And the box is full of cookies. And so and the as kid's soon like, as yes. he's like tearing into those cookies, he likes girls. And I think this is his first like wet dream. This is his coming into puberty oh totally you're so right though like and then later he imagines like you know well whatever yeah later they're naked yeah like what they're not naked later yeah what when him and the princess are floating around you see like a a panning shot of like their clothes like everywhere and then it goes up to them and him the princess and the doll are all like in like did you make us watch child porn sam I don't think so. I mean, I don't think so either, but now this I kind of do. This is Krista's movie. Dude, Krista, I did you make us watch child porn? I don't even remember that part, and I just watched the movie recently. That's like, nasty. I don't well, understand. Well, they're just sitting there. Maybe well, I just, like, yeah, I mean, I mean, even having the cigarette, you know what just happened. Well, this Dude, is just, know. like, alluding to him, like, starting to realize that girls, like, he can like girls, and it's okay. I think you're totally right, because, like, you know, like, little boys gay or straight don't like girls but straight boys just end up liking girls it's like you don't have a, a, a sexual identity until you're like have a little crush you know you're like oh shit i like a boy i want to kiss hmm. a boy kind of shit my but first crush in- was mr hermanson my seventh grade math teacher or billy the blue ranger he was up there too nobody cares about your first crush charlie i'll murder you <laughs> no what i'm saying is like uh whatever i don't know what i'm saying mm. i think sam you're right i never thought of it like that but you're right Thanks. So he flies into Slumberland, and he flies his, like, blimp thing, which is creepy. It's so cool. I think it's scary. And that, like, these were, like, real things, and people actually flew on those? That well, is... rich people did, and they were also in dreams a lot, like, fantasy, because it was like, you have this whole thing just to gear around yourself. That's fucking cool. I would love a blimp. A dirigible. A dirigible with like wooden floors but they're like super dangerous right probably um, not i don't know if it's the same thing as a blimp i'm not i don't Isn't really like remember the hindenburg was that was that a, a dirigible that was, that was aren't dirigibles and blimps the same thing i don't know or a zephyr um i don't really know all i think of it is it's basically like a cruise ship in the sky yes 
Hmm. Yeah. It looked more like a steamboat in the sky. I know. Very so steampunky. Red. Yeah. That was cool. I kind of dug that part of it. Like, it would look like it could have, like, a, a fan or something that came up right? from the sides. So rad. That's probably why I liked it. I, I gotta say, man, Flip. I was like, ooh, don't ever say that name again. Bitch, you taught him that name. I know, name, you quite told frankly. him the name. What's his name? I can't tell you. What is it? Flip. Now, forget you ever heard that name. Yeah. And then Nemo smiles like a creep. Right. Ew. He's like, that's my name. So you can tell that he's going to go like find this dude. He was supposed to be in blackface, right? Because his arms are all white, his mouth is white, but then his face Flip? is black. Yeah. I think he was like a clown. I think hmm. he was. Yeah, he was a clown was from a... the parade, but it was very questionable, and they didn't really explain it. Right? No, but I do know, like, obviously, like, the original, you guys read about the original comics, so the original, you know about this. Yeah, I didn't read the comic, but. No, like, the original comic, comic had, like, left out a character that was called the Imp that's super, super racist. Like, literally, it's, like, a black guy that's, like, a native and fucking, like, it's supposed to be, like, a dumb black guy, like beyond mm. racist shit so they left it out of the movie obviously mm-hmm. I think they but, could have left a few other things yeah. <laughs> but it's like like what the fuck but you still kind of have a little racist undertone to this fucking character flip it's like if uh-huh. you, yeah you're gonna take out like blatantly racist you're just gonna leave like suggestive racism I don't understand yeah it's fucking I did not really notice that as a kid I'm not gonna lie I thought it was interesting they, they made the bad guy a smoker because usually they the good all... people are. Everybody smoked. No, you know this I mean? was kids. This, this was, like... was when it was started to be a shift where smoking was bad. Hmm. Remember we talked about that in Honey, I Shrunk the Kids, where the dad, the neighbor dad smokes, and they're always like yelling at him, and it like literally almost kills the kids when they're little little people. That secondhand smoke will do it. I'm telling you, kids. Yeah. I'm so glad my I quit. Actually, I miss it every fucking day. The smell of it makes my mouth water, and I'm thinking about a Parliament light menthol right now. Gross. Okay, kids don't smoke. Adults no. Don't smoke. <laughs> Asthmatics don't smoke. You'll get in the hospital. Like I that thought would. Flip was cool though when he's Flip introduced. Is... When when he's introduced, I thought he was cool. I thought he was like. Just, he's like... the guy you want to hang out with. I mean, who wants to party with that mustache, dude? No. Dude, yeah, he seemed like so much fun. He wanted to do all the bad shit. I was like, okay, I'm in for it. But it's kind of weird that he's like, you know what? I see a five year old. I bet you we can get into some shit. Yeah, that's a little strange. I he... agree. He gets a little weird throughout the movie with kids, but. We'll touch that later. Yeah. <laughs> Not that's like... what he said, I think. Oh, God. You stupid. So then when Nemo meets the king, King Morpheus, or Morpheus. he tells Nemo to call him Morphe. I know. Or how about <laughs> pedophile Call me Morphe. Yeah, yeah he's Morphe. playing with a fucking toy train. I hate he's him. Gross. I he hate says, Morpheus. Why? Or king you... Triton, as I like to call him, or Santa. Why do you hate Santa, King Morpheus? We'll get to that in just a second. Okay. I don't want to. I don't want to jump well, it up. Well, he does. He does tell Nemo that he's brought Nemo to Slumberland to make him his heir. That's why I hate. And him. I'm like, hello. Don't you have a motherfucking daughter? Right. Right. Who's smart? Isn't that the snarky. heir? Yep. Right. She's not smart. Though, That's my problem. I literally was like, shit. This happens way too fast. Like, you don't even know this kid. You got a yeah. daughter. You know her a lot longer. What the fuck? Do you know yeah. what I think though? If you rewatch this with the idea that she's promised to the new person and so she has no she's has an arranged marriage it makes her actions look a lot less insane and a lot more like she's trying to do her duty by like well oh, i feel like that's totally what it is i got that already yeah like, me too like, like it she, is an arranged marriage for sure right she's brought or nemo is brought to slumberland to be her playmate meaning like when they grow up they're going to be married and he just skips over the fact that like <laughs> that's his daughter right and Makes make sure that he's gonna be the king. His daughter will be the queen, but he gives him the scepter and the key and everything. It's just so, like it's you. I always think like, oh come on, it couldn't have been that bad. And then you watch some of the movies from back then, like it's just like Jesus. But I think this one's like especially bad. I mean, yeah, it went through so many rewrites and so many like for like ten years. Right? Yeah, it took so long for this movie to be made. I think like it fell by the wayside because so many people were like throwing their hands up and walking <laughs> I'm not touching it. this with your dick. Yeah. Dude, do you think, like, this is, like, the watered-down version? Like, it was it probably straight. I mean, obviously, it's watered-down version. I've never read the comic. I've seen, like, pieces of it, and it looks pretty, like, the drawings and stuff. But, like, I think this is a watered-down version in the sense that they probably showed up and the king, Morpheus, was like, look, Nemo, like, you're going to marry my daughter one day, so I got to groom you. And, you know, like, I bet that was the whole thing. And they were like, well, we can't show that to kids in the 
late mm. 80s. So. But why him then? I don't know about that because they say that in The Lion King. Like, it's not taboo. That's true. And that's know. basically what they're saying anyway, just without saying it. So weird. I didn't notice that as a kid, though. I noticed it this time, like, blatantly when they're, like, prepping him and all the teachers and stuff are singing a song. Mm-hmm. It's so just weird. It's very Zazu moment. Let's just say that. And then I also got when Morphe gives Nemo the key. He's like, this opens every door in Slumberland, which is creepy. And then he says, <laughs> but don't ever open this door. Like, this door, bad things will happen if you open it. Don't ever open it. And I feel like a description. This, is, this is the part where the movie gets a little Adam and Eve-ish because <laughs> this girl is stupid. She's obviously just Adam's rib and the key opening this door is like biting the apple bad things will happen and it your world will, will forever be changed yeah but he is the one who did it not she she didn't talk him into opening it That's yeah true. but i feel i just thought story-wise that this the same. is where this movie was going and i think oh, a I gotcha. little like part of it is that and so it's a little weird i, I think it's weird, weird that the fucking princess the plays the harp in her spare time i think that's really pretty i thought it was really fun I know I want to play so the harp gay, now yes. too. I thought it was weird that the princess was white as shit. Yeah, yeah, like like the paciest chick you Santa, ever did though. see. I think Santa's pretty white. No, she was like she was super pasty, pure white. Just That's, like me, dude. I agree. Like I think like it's weird too. Like this is a originally kind of like a Japanese, like not story, but like artists were working on this, mm-hmm. and so that's what the Japanese artists drew are like this like fucking super super like the paler the more innocent in this entire movie and that's what makes it super racist too because yeah. it's like even though flip wasn't like in blackface he had like a dark face and he was the mm-hmm. worst character and he was the darkest character and too the nightmare king is just pure black yeah like so fucked up but i think it's the adam and eve thing i'm stuck on it for a second i think that would have been an improvement because at least eve would have had an action in the entire movie not one female led an action like, the princess just sat there while he got attacked. She did nothing to help. Well, I her mean, dad got attacked? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. A- bon Bon. She didn't do anything without being told. Like, they literally, nothing happens without the, a woman being told what to do. It's very... Yeah. It's super sad. You're right. I like, uh, I like how the king... Morpheus is wearing a fucking mini skirt at his party. You gotta work. What's working? I love that nobody like this a is what's funny. Mini skirt. The moment he gets dubbed as the new king, you know, and how it's supposed to reflect his emotions and everything is what I'm guessing is happening. It's, everything goes super gay. They start dancing. Nobody gives a fuck about the drama that's happening because there's beat in their heart. <laughs> they, he is dancing like real gay, and I was everybody, like, everybody, everybody, the king, his little helper, everybody yeah. is just like just getting down. They can't <laughs> even hear Nemo saying, "I need the scepter." Here's the scepter. Stupid. Oh, I think it's weird. This scene, um, so when he's getting coronated or whatever, he gets handed the scepter, and what you're saying, the king and everybody's like dancing all super crazy. They were like roofied or something. And I think you're right. Flip Rufy to mall. And then Flip. Nemo like takes off to go get the key from the door because he starts panicking. Like, shit, mm-hmm. I really fucked up. I got to fix this. He starts running to the door. And this is when the movie starts switching back and forth between the dancing that's going on in the ballroom and then Nemo running to the door trying to fix something. And supposedly this is all Nemo's dream. So it's weird that they keep cutting back and forth. This yeah. is where it like... I thought I think like the movie was originally supposed to be like Nemo's dream, like the cold open was all his dream, very obviously, and this adventure in Slumberland is supposed to be his dream as well. But all of a sudden, the movie like turns it into just a narrative. Yeah, and it's no longer this like trippy like where your mind takes you. It very much has a beginning, middle, and an end, and it also like cuts between everything, and it's pretty confusing. Mm-hmm. And this is where it could have used like. No some more, more direction it's pretty <laughs> obvious that it was like a project that was jumbled up and like yeah there's so the there's so many random like scenes like there's so many bed waking up in bed scenes in this it's like everyone just started a new story and they just threw it all together <laughs> we don't know how to get out of this situation so do you know what we're gonna do have him wake just up just put him back in his bed yeah, yeah. Well, that scene was creepy when after he like the black thing came and took the king away that's Mm -hmm. the first time Nemo wakes up in his bed and then all you hear is King Morpheus like 
going Nemo. Right. So and it's creepy. so creepy. And for a second, I thought he was just back in the real world, and that creepy circus man had like slipped him something and was looking for him. Stop it! That's horrifying. It, it kind of reminded me of Coraline. The way he keeps waking up and going back to his dream world. Yeah, it was a little Coraline-y. I see that, right? too. Mm-hmm. Dude, I was scared of this movie when I was younger. Like, that part scared me. But I remember, like, being scared, but not enough to, like, be scared. You know what yeah, I mean? Yeah, yeah, I thought it was, like, cool, frightening. <laughs> like Goosebumps? Yeah. Or R.L. Stein. Oh, that was R.L. Stein. <laughs> yeah. Same thing. So then from this scene, like, there a bunch of water floods his room. Love so that's water. how you know that it's... A dream. He's That's when he's wetting his bed. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So <laughs> then he like goes out in the ocean. The professor finds him and brings him back to the princess. And he like come Nemo comes up with the idea that Flip has the map in Nightmare Land so they can get him back. And they're about to like kill Flip. And the princess yeah. like he explains to the princess the new plan and she's like, What? Like, <laughs> she can't even she, like get on board like she can't have she's, like, any straight up dumb no independent about it. thought fuck it it's just like you guys it's so gross she can't have any argument in this movie and does she even have a name no they literally call her princess the whole uh-huh. time nemo calls Seriously? her yeah at the end even at the end of the movie when she's trapped he goes princess no <laughs> and it's like she don't even have a name <laughs> well He's got so many hoes in different areas. It's codes. either princess or mom, and those are the only two people he knows. Ooh, that's a weird twist, isn't it? Bonbon's the only one that has a name. I love Bonbon. Bonbon's like a little lesbian, though, obviously. Okay. You see that? The short hair, the pantsuit. Like, sure. She reminded me of an Oompa Loompa. I see that. Oompa Loompa with cotton candy instead of cocoa beans. Mm-hmm. Cotton sure. candy hair. Mm-hmm. Oompa Loompas have bright orange hair. In the original. See, you didn't know which one I was doing. Shyamalan Twist, Johnny Depp, that oh, shitty movie. I don't watch the Johnny Depp version. I like the original. The one where they <laughs> chop the chicken's head off? Yep. Every time That's I'm, scarier than this movie. Every time I'm on the metro and I see the lights flashing by, I think of that scene in Willy Wonka. Me too. The original? With worms and shit. Yeah, Yeah, that was scary. But I liked that movie. It was such a good movie. I watched so that fetch. movie a lot. Cheer up, Charlie. So how about this movie? <laughs> so they go on a trip to Nightmareland, and they run into some gremlins that are like super, like supposed to be evil. No, they're mm-hmm. goblins. They're the good goblins. goblins. Okay, my bad. And so they're like, they're the gremlins like, were in the water. The goblins were the ones that appeared. Oh, you know the swamp reminded me of the swamp from Lord of the Rings. Okay, you I know can that see they that. have to walk through like mm-hmm. the dead people like start grabbing Ooh, them. Out. Creepy. It was Such so much, yeah. We should do that movie. Um, the Rings? I just want to watch them. We can just watch them. They weren't made in the 80s and 90s, and they're not kids' movies. Such stipulations. Yeah, so none of that. <laughs> <laughs> we should so, do it, just get Chris to go. The goblins are like, we're introduced to them by them like trying to sabotage Flip's map by writing on it. No, they were trying to fix it for him. Yeah, they were telling yeah. him where it was. Right, but it's set up that they're bad. What? No, they're good. No, it's not like that they're good. I know that they're good, but they had to explain themselves. Well, because oh. they look bad because they're goblins. Yeah. Exactly. Sorry. I didn't so, say And because they, like, are introduced doing something bad. They're not, like, right. We're not watching it as viewers going, like, oh, they're, fix- they're fixing the map for him. How nice. You're like, oh, shit. These guys are, like, fucking his shit up. Watch I, out. I disagree. I didn't see it like that. I saw it, like... Oh, they know where it's at. So they're like, they were just like spying on him. Mm-hmm. I totally saw this. They were calling him out for his bullshit. They honest. were like, it's not there, it's here. I thought the so, fact that they had to explain that they were actually not doing anything bad was like kind of a subconscious thought in Nemo's mind as he was dreaming that he's not actually bad, like stealing the pie. Like he's actually doing something good. Because his mom has this some is hips. like a shift in his mind. Like, no, he is good, even though he's doing something bad. That God, is fucking deep. deep bro. I don't think the people who wrote this even thought Damn. about that. I think they were literally like, "Dude, it's gonna be real sick to see these like little little goblins that are that can like mush together into any shape they want." They look like the Grateful Dead bears, don't they? No, you know what they look like? The Grateful Dead bears. I always Wallace. thought this, and tell me what you think. I've thought this, and I've googled it, and I have no answers. 
but I feel like the Teletubbies were based on yes, these. that's what it reminded me of too. Totally right there, all the Never same. Never seen the Teletubbies. Teletubbies are basically like the same thing. Like they yeah. don't morph into Except each other. Except they but have TVs in their tummies. They're like similar shapes, like and similar with their like clothes, like colors and, and stuff like that. Like it's the like hmm. same number of people or num- number of characters, I guess. I don't know. It's really weird. Like I, th- yeah. I definitely think the Teletubbies were like. Somebody watched this fucking movie and was like, "Oh, I'm gonna make that, but something else," which is which is cool. It's inspiration. It's good to see, though. But I'm glad we're on the same page, Sam. I don't think I've ever seen an episode of Teletubbies, and I'm super proud of that. Well, I mean, I haven't. I don't think I've watched an episode of Tele, but I've like, we all know about it. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, because mm-hmm. it was a big thing for a while. Yeah, because the gay one. Yeah. All right. With the handbag and the triangle, yeah. lavender, purple. We we know what was everyone. His name? Everybody, purple, purple, fucking homo. I don't I know his name. I only remember Poe. It's probably one. It's probably Poe. Poe sounds short for purple homo. There it is. No, po. it was the red one. Oh, I remember my little baby cousin loved watching it, so I had to watch it. Oh, I know his name. It was a RuPaul. Kirby, you stupid. <laughs> Original. Which RuPaul wishes she had Teletubby money. Okay. Mm, oh, I think she, I think she's fine. I think the drag race money is doing just fine. I think yeah. All right, respect, respect. Tell Toby and got shit on RuPaul. Shit, you guys are fucking throwing daggers down for your bitch. Uh, we know me. We the, like me. The okay. good goblins were my favorite characters in this movie, though. Yeah, they remind me of the labyrinth. Those uh, the ones that threw off their head. I thought they were gonna go apeshit for a second. I thought they were gonna oh, go yeah. mean, just because of the labyrinth. Not that I have anything reference points for it. So that was a really good deep thought. I just want to make sure everybody knew my aimlessness is just happening. Okay, great. <laughs> Glad you contributed. I love that they're like, hey, will you help our friend out and find our find friend too? And he's like, sure, boo. I got you. Yeah, that was really nice. It was a good thing. It was a very nice it was a very nice gesture. That's all I'm saying. Yeah. This boy is a very nice boy for being an angry Republican. Hitler. But in Nightmareland, I like how they originally got there. Is like flip fell into like a waterfall in the middle of the ocean and then went underwater like kind of upside downy, and basically like the stingrays fly. There's just a lot of imagination and all mm-hmm. that, and that's why I like about this movie. I think is mm-hmm. it's so imaginative. They splash into that lake, and yet it was still open air. Right. It's like so just weird. another dimension of some sorts. Yeah, it was really cool. I like that a lot. I really, it was cool. It, yeah, that type of shit is trippy and mm-hmm. kind of interesting. Does, trippy shit like that doesn't happen anymore. I like. I would like this movie better if it had gone all out trippy, like it yeah. was actually his dream. Or if yeah, I would like it better if it was trippy and not so like fucking Stone Age with the story. Yeah. Well, and the plot was like. I mean, there was a plot there, but it was Nothing. set up bad, and yeah. it was like so like dry. And it meant nothing. And Nemo was just like a bad character like there was nothing to him mm-hmm. he just uh if he would have failed he would have just woken up and nothing would have changed well that's why i don't think anything changed anyways to be honest but that's like i think uh his care like it's i think the reason it's super obvious that it's a dream is because everything is all about him all the time mm-hmm. and in your own dream you're not gonna like care about anybody else as much as you're gonna care about you well not true actually but like if like your dream, a happy dream that you're aware of, you're gonna be like, I'm the fucking king of everything, you know? Like, so yeah. I think that's what he was doing. Yeah, I could see. And everybody mean. needs him to solve all their problems, as opposed to like real world where it's like your dad doesn't need you, Nemo. Oh, basically. That shit got real. I think because this is when he runs, she he runs back into the princess, right? Oh, uh, him and the prin- the princess was already with She's him. Kidnapped. She hasn't gotten kidnapped yet, so she doesn't get kidnapped. What happened? Oh, she does get kidnapped, huh? I can't remember. There's so many times um, they just jump back to that bed. They do. They hop back and forth to the bed a lot. But yeah, you're right. I think she was kidnapped when they when Flip was leading them somewhere, and they were supposed to have. But this is where it gets confusing. All right. So basically, what happens is why is there water everywhere, Charlie? Cause I like it. Okay, so basically, what happens is, is Flip leads them to the Nightmare Castle, or the goblins lead them to the Nightmare Castle, and in the Nightmare Castle area, the princess and the professor and Flip get taken by Nightmare Man, mm-hmm. as you do, as yeah, you do, and then at Nemo- the coronation, no, no, way after, like. I'm talking about the other three in night oh, yeah. in Nightmare Palace. Yeah, yeah. 
and then Nemo wakes up in bed. And this is where it's confusing because then they have to go back to Nightmare Castle, but then they never were at Nightmare Castle in the first place because they end up later back at a different place. So that's where I think the writers totally didn't give a fuck about what the other one wrote, and they just started, like, putting shit together. Right? Yeah. like, we just need to finish this. It's been ten fucking years. Okay, fine. But when Nemo wakes up and he sees that the good goblins are still there, they find their, their big, big friend goblin, which his name is, like, mm-hmm. Oomph or Alf or something like that. It was like op, it was like pop, or it was like uh, oh, it was unk or ump, unk, ump. That was his name, ump. But ump had a letter from King Morpheus. I paid real close attention during this part because all I remember thinking is like, ump says, last time I saw King Morpheus, he was in you know like basically Supermax prison, but he mm-hmm. had the ability to give you a letter with a secret incantation, which is the only way for Nightmare to die. Mm-hmm. So how was he in Supermax is what I'm saying. Right. That's what happened. Yeah, do you scale the wall down and like just chill Dude, what out? what the fuck? You know that. Oh, the shapeshifter. He could probably do that. Yeah, you're right, actually. Never thought of that. You're Me right. Because I thought that when I watched the movie. I was like, how time. did he they get did by? They did shapeshift, so. That's what I'm saying. Yeah, but if he, I guess if he was just like him, his big old clunky self, he could get by without knocking somewhere some teapots, you know what I mean? Yeah, they just got teapots lying around there. No <laughs> like, this palette. is a nightmare, bro. Damn it, if we won't have a nice jasmine. Well, I do. If I mean, obviously, I do think nightmare is is gay, and that's why nobody wants him, and that's fucked up. And it's not like nightmare tried to like take over Slumberland, right? Well, like, no, it's... Slumberland wasn't totally different. We don't totally know because we didn't go back there while the king was gone. But the princess still had rule; like they were like gonna kill. Yeah. Like everything was like pretty peachy in Slumberland, so I don't know what the night <laughs> the daily nightmares... killings we well, got the dude. I think um, this is my theory about Nightmare. So the dude, not the place. Oh, uh, Nightmare is gay, right? He's like gay, and he's kind of like a drag queen, like Maleficent. Okay, but the reason they have to go get back flip the princess the professor and king morpheus is because those are the four closest people to being gay in the movie and if they if nightmare takes them then he will convince them to be gay just like him but if they save him then they won't if if nemo saves them then they won't be gay this is nemo struggling with his sexuality and Mm -hmm. his dream i'm getting deep so the dad is a polar bear super gay polar bear yeah uh, Flip is probably what an otter. We'd call him like an otter, right? I I think he's like just one of those like he likes trannies picked up in his okay. car on the side of the road, dude. I think uh, Princess is just is a, a hag. lipstick lesbian. No, I think she's just a hag. Really? Yeah, I think he just wanted to keep her. Mm. And then the professor. I mean, obviously he's gay. He's like <laughs> he's the closest one to be gay. I mean, who doesn't like a mustache rag? Can I get an amen, kids? Can I get an amen? <laughs> so that's I didn't my... get one amen, so that's awkward. I mean, yeah, no, you didn't. So those are my theories about that whole situation. Everything's gay to Krista. Oh, okay. Everything is a little gay to me. Sam, you got a retort? I'm going to hold on to my theory of I think this is when Nemo, like, subconsciously starts to like girls. It's his dream. He got into the girl's box and ate her cookies, so (laughs) now he's in trouble. I don't think he's grappling with his sexuality, and also the people that wrote this movie, it seemed, or like, not that who wrote it, but this is based on something that's pretty overly uh, racist and sexist, so I don't think that they're going to touch on themes of homosexuality as well. I think you're right, actually. I Shit. feel like if you have those two, you're not going to think twice, but throw the third in there. Though. Well, yeah, what I'm saying Maybe. is he wasn't, like, pro-gay. It's like they were basically saying, like, the darkness, the the, the terribleness is, like, going that not, yeah. like, in, in a more subjective way. Like, I bet they were thinking it. Like, I don't know. I feel like it was, like, the KKK, like, right, like, an old dude from the KKK writing this, um, writing this gay, movie. Gay, gay. Yeah. And he was like, we're just going to knock them all down. I think that, like, the people that were making this movie, I don't think they were trying to put those themes in there. I just think they weren't, like, conscious enough to, like, take them out. Like, the yeah. obvious one, the imp, they're like, oh, we can't have that. Like, that's mm-hmm. racist. We're not, we're going to take that out. But everything is based off of, like, a cartoon that I'm assuming is maybe a little misogynistic and sure, racist. Sure, definitely. And I just don't think that they were as aware of it at the time. 
to like social norms kind of thing right yeah like to make all of the servants like dark skin with a white face to make all the good characters super white like i don't think they were just there and thinking about it and if they were then that's pretty terrible but mm-hmm. i don't think they were either i think sloppy. it was like fucked up because they were too stupid and naive ignorant pretty much they were yeah. just straight up ignorant towards everyone totally. um I, after this um Nemo floats around on his bed with uh, Icabus, is his Icarus. name? Icarus. Icarus. Mm-hmm. Who, what's up with the goblins? Like, why do they hate Icarus? Like, every time, that's the funniest part to me. Every time Icarus, the squirrel or whatever he is, talks, mm-hmm. uh, the all the good goblins like are like, stop talking. It yeah. hurts. Yeah, they hate it. Because he <laughs> yells and it hurts their ears or something. That's it's so... All, and whenever he yells, the little squirrel starts screaming. They're like, oh dude, my god, make it stop. Dude, that's so fucked up. Like, what if we walked around and like, every time like, some of, one of our friends talks, we just like covered our ears and started like crying. <laughs> That's I'm gonna start saw... that though, dude. I saw this. I was like, "That's so wrong." I think mm. Krista brought that up because she wants to do that to you. Charlie. I do. I, I was really <laughs> saying, I was trying to like sit calm side that with you, Sam. And... I, I picked up what you were putting down. Yeah. And so then Charlie jumped up on it. <laughs> can't do it to yourself, but we can do it to you. Jumping, jumping. So they get the king back. It's all great and peachy. And then... By basically saying the word pajama 800 times. Then pajama. Yeah. I love the whole reason he couldn't defeat them is because he couldn't remember how to say something. And the word. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, like, the only... I thought it was funny because the, when he was doing the spell and it was working, I'm like, all he's doing is saying pajamas. And that became, like, the thing. All he remembers is the word pajamas. They all start laughing at him and shit. I'm like... Oh my god, I was laughing at him. I'm an evil person. This is so... I just found out. I just thought, like, he, they were all about, like, the adventure of going to Nightmare Palace, but he had the fucking letters taped to his bed. He couldn't have, like, just remembered that four lines. Mm-hmm. Like, you had plenty of time, bro. You had a while. You didn't practice anything. Right? When the king did the spell the first time, when we all learned that the scepter did something, the whole time, I'm like, he... this. They really wrote that. Like, I thought just... the king and Nemo were saying something different. I think they, they were too. Were. I definitely don't think it was the same incantation. Do you think the incantation was from the first draft, or do you think it was a later draft? Uh, I, I don't think I care. They just their hands up and said, "Fuck it." Just they were like, something. "Just put put a bunch of like letters and then make it rhyme with pajama eight times." <laughs> so but, it's like Pinot Noir and then, one, and then they and then they whoever wrote it was like what if I use the word pajama also again twice yeah that's fine right whatever. do it three times <laughs> they said come back to us with a list of words that rhyme with pajama nobody could come up with anything and they said pajama what about pajama <laughs> <laughs> pajama majama pajama like- how about Pajama rhymes with pajama. <laughs> sure, sob- let's do it. I love that. Yeah, let's go. It's been a pajama, while. Pajama, pajama, pajama. Yeah. Great. Ton, movie wrote. It was a lot like the Dementors and um, Expecto Patronum a little bit. No. All the evil creatures are flying around him. And nope, all nope, we're not going there. That. It's very Harry Potter. Not going there. What happens at this point, though, is like Nightmareland turns all green. Like it's very Chronicles of Narnia in this sense. Mm-hmm. Like it's like all happy and no more Nightmareland. Because and... he pajama himself and he got rid of that hoe. And I'm so proud of him. So he's not supposedly not going to have nightmares anymore. Yeah, but also he was like the heir and now he's they send him back home. Yeah. That's yeah. what's weird. Is It's like Nemo's got to go. And, you know, the princess is going to drop him off on the dirigible, but there's just them two, like, and yeah. Ichapod, whatever his name is. Icarus. Icarus. And then they kiss. And then they kiss, and then he wakes up when his mom is calling him, and he's kissing the air, and all I can think is, like, no, this is a fucked up moment. Like, his mom is walking on him having a wet dream. That's so gross. He, the girl princess looked like she was going through this internal struggle like she didn't want to go near this little shit but it's her sworn duty like she that that's to. her husband and she that she needs to kiss, deal with it he didn't want to kiss her either i know but she was like she was like crying she goes okay i have to do this okay and yeah, it was, was like such oh. a weird weird scene like we didn't so need hard. it yeah it was it didn't it was gross it was weird pajama pajamas you guys pajama pajamas <laughs> well you know what's weird too okay creepy as well flip earlier in the movie um 
hits on the princess. Yeah. More than once, but at one point he literally is like, you know, you're kind of cute when you're mad. And I'm like, she's a straight, before she punches him, which is kind of cool, she punches him. That's the only pro so girl finally moment. finally did something. Yeah. yeah, that's her only moment. But he like sexually assaults her a little bit or sexually harasses her at least. And yeah, literally. She's a child. She's a child. She's like 10. Mm-hmm. So. He, oof, that's so creepy. Like, what the fuck would they write that in for? Like, how do they not even think about that? Right. You can't be that stupid to write a movie and not think about the fact that you just wrote that a fucking character is, like, hits on a kid. Mm Mm-hmm. The black guy's gotta be a pedophile, apparently. Oh, my God. That was so weird. Ugh. It's not even a black guy. It's It's a guy in black face. What the fuck? And the worst part about this whole movie is the kid apologizes for stealing the the pie even though he didn't mean to it wasn't like something he meant to do so basically this kid learned might have it might have been on purpose that he was sleepwalking you think it's not established i think like i take it as he was actually sleeping but i think that the point is that he was not sleeping Hmm. i think but either way this whole movie this whole like him dreaming his entire journey as a character is getting is all that he learns is that he needs to own up to his actions so he wakes up and immediately apologizes for taking the pie something he didn't do though so like of all everything that you've been through all you do is like say i'm sorry about the pie he did take the pie and then the dad is like come on we're gonna go to the circus the dad hasn't been a part of any of this right like the day before he was saying like i don't have time for this shit the next morning it's like okay let's go to the circus like there's no growth in that relationship like mm-hmm. nothing has changed he was scared of his mom the night before that hasn't changed like i think he was more afraid of his it. dad because his mom was telling his dad about it and he was worried about how his dad would react i think his dad is the nightmare and that that is his mental uh, so that was him defeating Right. His dad. And then he's <laughs> like, oh my god, we get to do something now? now his so dad's you're all taking this in an Oedipal direction. God, like, look at that. I'm so deep, too. He defeats his father and falls in love with his mother. Yes. There we go. All right, Charlie. That's exactly what I heard. So much. Thank so that's so why much. he wakes up kissing the girl and hearing his mom. Mm-hmm. Yep. Mm-hmm. His dad is really nightmare land. It's fucking layered. Him. I think this movie has ah. more layers than we thought. And then yeah. they go to the circus. Yeah. Yeah. And nothing really happened, and nobody grew, and nothing changed. So what do you guys think of the movie? <laughs> I Okay. I like this movie just because it's so crazy. Like, I, the animation reminds me of Spirited Away a little bit, so I kind of, I really dug the animation. Granted, it was racist and gross and misogynist, and I mean, it could, had a lot of work that needed to be done on it, but like, I never saw this as a kid. So I was really, I mean, I thought it was an interesting, fucked up, like, weird thing you'd see late night on Adult Swim. Yeah. You know what I mean? Not like some kids would really watch, but like, even though it's geared towards them, it's like, what are you on right now? Some fucking stoner shit. You know what I mean? Like, someone took some mushrooms was like, what did you see? This is what I saw. Right. Donald Trump as a kid. <laughs> While he has good intentions, he will buy and sell your ass. I don't think he has good intentions, but that's besides the point. <laughs> Sam, how did you feel about the movie? Um, so I did see this as a kid. I saw the beginning of it, and I didn't see the end, and I wasn't sad about it. No. And literally, like, never thought about this movie again. It didn't do well in theaters. It didn't do well, like, on VHS release. <laughs> <laughs> um, it just was forgotten about, probably because it's pretty terrible. And watching it again, it was, like, a little hard to watch because it's just not good. It's very obviously, like, went through a bunch of animators and directors and screenwriters. And there was just never really a cohesive story put out there or even, like, theme. I think if they would have stuck with the dream theme, it would have been way more interesting. And there's... There's something there. I mean, the concept to make a kid's movie that's all about, like, a dream and, like, being so deep and trippy like that is, like, a cool concept, but I think it was definitely not pulled off well in the slightest. It came off <laughs> very terribly and racist and horrible and, um, 
I'm sticking to that. I did not enjoy it. I probably will never watch it again in my life. Huh. Krista. You just need to learn to form well, an opinion, okay? <laughs> I already said I loved this movie as a kid. I was, like, obsessed with it. I, like, looked for it for a long time, like, to find it again as I got older. And, like, watching it now, like, you guys are right. Like, I don't like how it, the, the girl can't do anything or either of the girls. And I don't like that it's, like, obviously racist and, like, pretty fucked up. But I agree with Charlie. Like, I love this movie because the animation and without the story, like, just the way it looks is super spirited away. It's, like, mm-hmm. really cool, like, weird shit right. happens. Like, super crazy. I remember loving it as a kid and being, like, so... I don't know. It just, like, sparked my imagination as a kid. Like, I remember seeing, like, Bon Bon, the the little character, you know, that hands the cookies over. Mm-hmm. And, like, the animation is just so, like, fluffy but rigid. And it's a really unique animation style, I feel like, that that only is, like, in a very few, you know, like, good films. I think the animation is amazing, but I don't think the story is. So that just sucks because the story could be, like, really cool. Mm-hmm. But... Yeah, the animation is great. The music is terrible. Uh, but, yeah. And I think I think it totally... I love the whole aspect of the lucid dreaming uh, and dreaming in general. Because I feel like for kids, that's not something that's really addressed. But I don't know. I remember, like, lucid dreaming as a kid. And I remember lucid dreaming after I saw this movie as a kid. And so ever since then, it's, it's always been an obsession. Hmm. Right. Well, I think we all grew... And I think we all became better people. So yeah, me it's too. just like the movie. It's I guess so great. I'll own up to my actions now. Great. Uh, That's what I learned. <laughs> I'll own up to my actions. I hit Sam. He did. Don't I hit me. I also hit Krista. Don't hit me. I am so sorry. I own up to my actions. Are we better now? All right. Thanks for listening, guys. Thank you so much. Thanks for and listening. Let us know what you think by commenting. Leave us a little review on iTunes. And, uh,. We'll see you next week. Thank you so much. Mm-hmm, bye. Like, thank you so much. Okay, no, that's thank too many. Thank you so much. It's too many. Okay, sweet dreams. Bye. Sweet dreams. Ew. All thank you. Who am I to so disagree? Ew, what is happening?